from Revelation chapter 21. But the fearful and unbelieving and the abominable and murderers and whoremongers and sorcerers and idolaters and all liars shall have their part in the lake which burneth with fire and brimstone, which is the second death. Greetings, friends. Welcome back to the broadcast. I'm Sean. Website can be found at scriptureandprophecy.com. That's where you go to find the archives. That's where you go to support this mission of truth. Well, this morning, we're going to do a little something a little different from what we typically do on a Wednesday. We're actually going to look at part of Revelation chapter 21. And we're going to kind of take a deep dive into these words uh, that I just uh, started the broadcast with and, and kind of look into them and and have a deeper look at what is being said here. Like, what is the fearful, right? What is the abominable, you know? What is the whoremonger? What is a sorcerer? Like, what is the Bible telling us about these people that are going to go in to the lake which burneth with fire and brimstone, which is the second death. So we're going to read the first eight verses here from Revelation chapter 21, and we're going to have a dive into those, uh, a deeper dive into those words. Last week, um, I uploaded some audio from a video that we did uh, about from the epistles of Peter, and Peter was talking about how, in you know, the fact that all of this is going to pass away. All of this is going to burn up. So what is it that we should be looking for? What we should be looking for is the new heaven and the new earth. You know, new Jerusalem. That's what our future hope is in. Not political candidates. You know, all these things of the world, they'll just disappoint so, my prayer this morning is that you would find this very convicting, that it would cause us to look in the mirror and examine ourselves, and to see if we truly are walking in the faith. I pray that it pierces your hearts, and that at the end of the day, it causes you to draw closer to God. So let's start. Revelation chapter 21, we're going to read all the way through verse 8. King James Bible, verse 1, And I saw a new heaven and a new earth, for the first heaven and the first earth were passed away, and there was no more sea. And I, John, saw the holy city, New Jerusalem, coming down from God out of heaven, prepared as a bride adorned for her husband. Please note, some people try to say that New Jerusalem is the bride. That's not what the scripture just said there. It's using a bride as a descriptor, as a way to, to describe it. It came down from God out of heaven prepared as a bride adorned for her husband. Continuing on, verse 3, And I heard a great voice out of heaven saying, Behold, the tabernacles of God is with men. 
and he will dwell with them, and they shall be his people, and God himself shall be with them, and be their God. And God shall wipe away all the tears from their eyes, and there shall be no more death, neither sorrow nor crying, neither shall there be any more pain, for the former things are passed away. And he that sat upon the throne said, Behold, I make all things new. And he said unto me, Write, for these words are true and faithful. He said to me, It is done. I am Alpha and Omega, the beginning and the end, and I will give unto him that is a thirst of the fountain of water of life freely. Verse 7, He that overcometh shall inherit all things. And I will be his God, and he shall be my son. So please note. What does it mean to be someone who overcomes? What are we overcoming? We're overcoming this world. We're overcoming unbelief. You have to persevere and finish the race. You have to get to the end believing and trusting in the finished work of the cross. That's what the overcoming is. Yeah, there's there's some literal things that we're overcoming, right? Uh, we're overcoming uh, the beast. We're overcoming um, just all the evil in this world. But we overcome all those things by the blood of Christ. And so what it means by he that overcometh shall inherit all things, It's it's talking about getting to the end, believing, trusting in Christ, following Jesus. And look, we're not just going to be God's servants. What's it say? I will be his God and he shall be my son. You're going to be the children of God. As many have received him to him, gave he the power to become the sons of God. Now, verse 8, the one we're going to be focusing on this morning. So let's start with verse 7 again. He that overcometh shall inherit all things, and I will be his God, and he shall be my son. But the fearful, the unbelieving, and the abominable, and murderers, and whoremongers, and sorcerers, and idolaters, and all liars shall have their part in the lake which burneth with fire and brimstone which is the second death. So he gives a list there. He's saying those who overcome, you, you're going to inherit all things and you'll be like my, you'll be my sons, but you know, the fearful and the unbelieving and the, the, the abominable and, and liars, like they're going into the lake of fire. Paul says in the book of Galatians, now the works of the flesh are manifest, which are these adultery, fornication, uncleanliness, lasciviousness, idolatry, witchcraft, hatred, variance, emulations, wrath, strife, seditions, heresies, envyings, murders, drunkenness, revelings, and such like, of which I tell you before, as I have told you in times past. So what's, what's Paul saying? I've told you before, and I'm going to tell you again, comma, that they which do such things shall not inherit the kingdom of God. 
They that do those things that I just listed shall not inherit the kingdom of God. If we go to 1 Corinthians chapter 6, verses 9-11, through 11, Paul again, Know you not that the unrighteous shall not inherit the kingdom of God? Be not deceived, neither fornicators, nor idolaters, nor adulterers, nor the effeminate, there's a word you won't hear in our culture, nor abuse of themselves with mankind, I think that goes without saying, nor thieves, nor covetous, nor drunkards, nor revilers, nor extortioners shall inherit the kingdom of God. And such were some of you. Paul's saying, you, you used to be these things, semicolon, but you were washed, you were sanctified, but you were justified in the name of the Lord Jesus and by the Spirit of God. Paul's saying, you used to be those things, but you're not those things anymore. You've been washed by the blood of Christ. You're being sanctified. You're being renewed. And you're justified just as if you never sinned. You are justified in the name of the Lord Jesus and by the Spirit of our God. All right, so let's go back to our verse and start breaking this down. But the fearful and unbelieving, really, that's saying the same thing, right? The fearful is a, the word there for fearful, delos. It means like a timidness, but really it means faithlessness. So the faithlessness, those who are faithless are going into the lake of fire. And then, of course, unbelieving, same thing. They believe not, they're faithless. Now, so it goes, but the fearful and the unbelieving, that's really covering the same thing, right? And the abominable, so what's the abominable? Abomination, by the way, it, it, it means to be disgusted, to abhor. So those who do the things that disgust God are going into the lake of fire which burneth with brimstone. Now, we don't have to guess what those things are. The Bible clearly spells them out for us multiple times, specifically in the Old Testament. Let's just look at a couple of them. Leviticus 18.22, Thou shalt not lie with mankind as with womankind. It is an abomination. Leviticus 20.13, If a man also lie with mankind as he lieth with a woman, both of them have committed an abomination. Again, abomination is that thing that God detests and disgusts him. Proverbs 17.15, He that justifieth the wicked, and he that condemneth the just, even both are an abomination to the Lord. So the judges and the people in positions of power who, can, who let the wicked get away with their wickedness, but then condemn and persecute the just, those people are an abomination to the Lord. They're going into the lake that burneth with fire and brimstone. Deuteronomy 22.5, The woman shall not wear that which pertaineth unto a man. So a woman should not dress as a man, is what Deuteronomy is saying. Neither shall a man put on a woman's garment. Well, there's a word for today. For all that do so are an abomination to the Lord thy God. 
Proverbs 12:22 Lying lips are an abomination to the Lord, but they that deal truly are his delight. Proverbs 15:8 The sacrifice of the wicked is an abomination to the Lord, but the prayer of the upright is his delight. Proverbs 16:5 Everyone that is proud in his heart. Ooh. There's one that could be all <laughs> many of us. Everyone that is proud in his heart is an abomination to the Lord. Proverbs 28.9 He that turn away his ear from hearing the law. I don't want to hear God's commandments. I don't want to hear God's statutes and his laws. And I don't want to hear his standards. He that turneth away his ear from hearing the law, even his prayer shall be an abomination. So if you're like, not listening, not listening when it comes to the things God has commanded you to do, when you get on your knees and pray, you're wasting your time. It's abomination. They that are of a froward heart, in other words, a perverse heart, are an abomination to the Lord. That's Proverbs 11.20. Proverbs 15.26, the thoughts of the wicked are an abomination to the Lord. Okay, so I think we're getting a pretty clear picture, but I'm going to read one more proverb for you. It's the famous one here. Proverbs 6, 16 through 19. These six things does the Lord hate. Yea, seven are an abomination to him. What are the seven things? Proud look, lying tongue, hands that shed innocent blood, a heart that, devise, a heart that devises wicked imaginations. Feet that are swift to running to mischief. And a false witness that speaketh lies. And he that soweth discord among the brethren. God hates hearts that devise wicked imaginations. That are swift to stir up trouble. He hates those who lie, speak lies, and who sow discord among the brethren. Notice that lying is in here multiple times. God really hates lying. A proud look, lying tongue. A false witness that speak as lies. Multiple times in that same proverb. All right. I think we've cleared that up, what the abominations are that God is talking about. So we have the fearful, we have the unbelieving, we have the abominable, we have murderers, that goes without saying. Then we have whoremongers. The word there for whoremongers is the Greek word, listen closely, pornos. Usually has to do with prostitution. It has to do with merchandise, making merchandise of sexual behavior. Um, but fornicator is also in that list. Whoremongers and sorcerers. Okay, now when we study the book of when we study chapter eighteen and we deal with Babylon and it says that Babylon deceived the nations using sorcery, we go and we look in the word at the word for sorcery. It's the Greek word pharmakia. Same word we get our that's where we derive the word pharmaceutical. Okay, we all know what that is. You don't need you don't have to be a genius. So what is that? So what do you think a sorcerer is? If sorcery is 
the pharmaceutical, what is the sorcerer? Well, it'd be those who administer it, right? The Greek word is pharmakias, where you get the word pharmacist. So, pharmakias can mean pharmacist or poisoner. That is, by an extension, a magician. Okay. Those who have poisoned and deceived using pharmacia. And idolaters, that goes without saying. And all liars. All liars. God hates lying as we have just as we have just cleared up. Lying is an abomination to him. And all liars shall have their part in the lake which burneth with fire and brimstone, which is the second death. My friends, that's what I wanted to cover with all of you this morning. For whatever reason, that's been jumping out to me to do that. And I'm sorry, all of us should look at this with a little bit of conviction. All of us can probably see some area here that we don't want, that maybe is a part of our life that we don't want it to be a part of our life. Paul's saying, You used to be these things. You used to be these things, but now you were washed. And so if we are still any of those things or struggling with those things, we need to bring it to God. We need to bring it to God and just, if we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us and to cleanse us of all unrighteousness. If we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us and to cleanse us of all unrighteousness. Bring it before God and ask him to strengthen you against these things. We want to persevere. We want to overcome the flesh, overcome this world, and inherit all things and be the children of the Most High God for all eternity. I pray you've been blessed this morning. Thank you for your support. Those of you who support through Patreon and PayPal and through the post office box, thank you so much. Thank you for your prayers. Lord knows I need it. If you think the attacks don't come when I cover topics like what we covered this morning, you couldn't be more wrong. I need your prayers. Thank you for listening. Peace and grace be with all of you. And until next time, God bless.